Welcome to the Academy Tech Talk. My name is Angie, and I want to welcome you to a very special episode as we re-release our 2020 Christmas Carol radio play starring Tom Fulton and the classes of 2021 and 2022. Happy Holidays from the Academy for the Performing Arts. Assure me that I yet may change these shadows you have shown me by an altered life. Kind and tremble, my dear spirits. I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all in you. I will live in the past, the present, and the future. The spirits of all three shall strive within me. I will not shut out the lessons that they teach. Oh, tell me that I may sponge away the writing on the stone. In his agony, he caught the spectral hand. It sought to free itself, but he was strong in his entreaty and detained it. The spirit, stronger yet, repulsed him, holding his hands up in a last prayer to have his fate reversed. He saw an alteration in the phantom's hood and dress. Shrunk, collapsed, and dwindled down into a bedpost. He clutched tightly to his bedpost, hugging it as if he might descend into that place below if he let go. But the dawn was breaking. Sunlight filtered through his bed curtains. Spirit, I beg of you, do not leave me here. I am a changed man. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm alive. Why, this... This is my bedpost. And this bed is my own. And... And... This room is my own. And the time before me is my own. Oh, Jacob Marley, heaven and the Christmas time be praised for this. I say it on my knees, old Jacob. On my knees! I will live in the past, the present, and the future. The spirits of all three shall strive within me. He had been sobbing violently in his conflict with the spirit, and his face was wet with tears. The bed curtains, they are here, rings and all. And I am here. I'm alive. I don't know what to do. I am as light as a feather. I am as happy as an angel. I am as merry as a schoolboy. <laughs> I am as giddy as a drunken man. A merry Christmas to everybody. Scrooge flew to the shutters and threw them open to the bright, crisp morning air. A happy new year to all the world. He frisked into the sitting room and was now standing there, perfectly winded. There's the door by which the ghost of Jacob Marley entered. Oh, there's the corner where the ghost of Christmas present sat. <laughs> there's the window where I saw the ghost of Christmas past. It's all right. It's all true. It all happened. <laughs> <laughs> really? For a man who had been out of practice for so many years, it was a splendid laugh. A most illustrious laugh. The father of a long, long line of brilliant laughs. <laughs> 
I don't know what day of the month it is. I don't know how long I've been among the spirits. I don't know anything. I'm quite a baby. <laughs> oh, never mind. I don't care. I'd rather be a baby. <laughs> he was checked in his transports by the churches, ringing out the lustiest peals he had ever heard. Oh, glorious, glorious. Running to the window, he opened it and put out his head. No fall. No mist. Clear. Bright, jovial, stirring, cold, cold, golden sunlight, heavenly sky, sweet, fresh air, merry bells, oh, glorious, glorious. A boy in his Sunday clothes, with ruddy, smiling cheek, came sliding down the lane below Scrooge's window. Scrooge saw him, he saw Scrooge, and quickly slipped and slid on the icy road to run away. Hey. Hello? You there? Hello there! You there, boy! Hey? What's today? Today? Yes! What's today, my fine fellow? Why, Christmas Day! It's Christmas Day? I haven't missed it. The spirits have done it all in one night. Oh, they can do anything they like. <laughs> of course they can, of course they can! Hello, my fine fellow! Hello? Do you know the porters? In the next street but one. At the corner. I should hope I did. Ooh, an intelligent boy. A remarkable boy. <laughs> Do you know whether they sold the prize turkey that was hanging up there? <laughs> Not the little prize turkey. The big one. What? The one as big as me? Oh, what a delightful boy. It's a pleasure to talk to him. Yes, my buck. It's hanging there now. Is it? Well, go and buy it. Walker. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, I am in earnest. Here, take this coin. God, blimey! <laughs> now go and buy it and tell them to bring it here that I may give them the direction where to take it. Come back with the man and I'll give you a shilling. Come back with him in less than five minutes and I'll give you half a crown. Five minutes? Yes, sir, mister. I'll do it in three. Even if I have to drag him here myself. And the boy was off like a shot. He must have had a steady hand at the trigger. Who could have got a shot off half so fast? I'll send it to Bob Cratchit. <laughs> he shan't know who sends it. It's as big as Tiny Tim. <laughs> it's twice the size of Tiny Tim! <laughs> it's twice the size of Tiny Tim! Twice the size of Tiny Tim! <laughs> he sat down breathless in his chair and chuckled until he cried. Up he ran to his bedroom, he dressed himself all in his best, and at last got onto the streets. The people were by this time pouring forth and walking. With his hands behind him, Scrooge regarded everyone with a delighted smile. He looked so irresistibly pleasant, in a word that three or four good-humored gentlemen said, Good morning, sir. A Merry Christmas to you. And Scrooge said often afterwards, that of all the blithe sounds he had ever heard, those were the blithest in his ears. He had not gone far, when coming on toward him, he beheld the portly gentleman who had walked into his counting-house the day before. Scrooge and Marley's, I believe. <laughs> it sent a pang across old Scrooge's heart to think how this old gentleman would look upon him when they met. But he knew 
What path lay straight before him, and he took it. My dear sir, give me your hands. How do you do? I hope you succeeded yesterday. It was very kind of you. A Merry Christmas to you, sir. Mr. Scrooge? Yes, that is my name, and I fear it may not be pleasant to you. Allow me to ask your pardon, and will you have the goodness? Here, Scrooge whispered in his ear. The expression on the man's face went from outright alarm to sudden, joyous, breathless surprise. Lord, bless me! The portly gentleman turned and whispered into the ear of his portly partner, who nearly staggered to the ground. My dear, Mr. Scrooge, are you serious? If you please, not a farthing less. A great many back payments are included in it, I assure you. Will you do me that favor? My dear sir, I, I don't know what to say to such munificent you know, uh, 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 generosity. Uh, don't say anything, please. Come and see me. Will you come and see me? We, we will. will. Oh, thank you. I am much obliged to you. I thank you fifty times. Bless you. Scrooge walked about the streets and watched the people hurrying to and fro and patted children on the head and questioned beggars and looked down into kitchens of houses and up into the windows and found that everything could yield him pleasure. He had never dreamed that any walk, that anything could give him so much happiness. In the afternoon, he turned his steps towards his nephew's house. He passed the door a dozen times before he had the courage to go up and knock. But he made a dash and did it. Yes, sir? Is your master at home, my dear? <laughs> nice girl. Very, very nice. Yes, sir. Where is he, my love? He's in the dining room, sir, along with mistress. I'll show you up the stairs if you please. Oh, thank you. There's no need. He knows me. I think I'll surprise him. I'll go in here, my dear. He turned the knob gently and sidled his face in round the corner. Hello? Fred? Ah! <laughs> Uncle Ebenezer? Why, bless my soul. Is it you? Yes, it's I. Your Uncle Scrooge. <laughs> I have come to dinner. Will you let me in, Fred? Let him in. It's a mercy he didn't shake his arm off. He was at home in five minutes. Nothing could have been heartier. His niece looked just the same. And so did Topper when he came. So did the plump sister when she came. So did everyone when they came. Wonderful party, wonderful games, wonderful unanimity, wonderful happiness. But he was early at the office the next morning. Oh, he was early there. If he could just get there first and catch Bob Cratchit coming in late. That was the thing he had his heart set upon. And he did it, yes, he did. <laughs> the clock struck nine. No Bob. A quarter past. No Bob. 
He was a full 18 minutes and a half behind his time. Scrooge sat with his door wide open that he might see him come into the tank. His hat was off before he opened the door, his comforter too. He was on his stool in a jiffy, driving away with his pen as if he were trying to overtake nine o'clock. Mr. Cratchit, what do you mean by coming here at this time of day? I'm very sorry, sir. I I am behind my time. You are? Yes, I think you are. Step this way, sir, if you please. Oh, it's only once a year, sir. It shall not be repeated. I I was making rather merry yesterday, sir. Now, I'll tell you what, my friend. I am not going to stand for this sort of thing any longer. And therefore... He continued, leaping from his stool and giving Bob such a dig in the waistcoat that he staggered back into the tank again. And therefore, I am about to... Raise your salary! (laughs) Mr. Scrooge, are you quite all right? Bob trembled. He got a little nearer to the ruler. He had a momentary idea of knocking Scrooge down with it, holding him and calling to the people in the court for help and a straitjacket. Oh, yes, my boy. I am in earnest. A merry Christmas, Bob. A merrier Christmas, Bob, my dear. Good fellow, and I have given you for many a year. I'll raise your salary and endeavor to assist your struggling family, and we will discuss your affairs this very afternoon over a Christmas bowl of smoking bishop. Bob, make up the fires and buy yourself another coal scuttle before you dot another eye. Bob Cratchit. <laughs> Scrooge was better than his word. He did it all, and infinitely more. And to tiny Tim, who did not die, he was a second father. He became as good a friend, as good a master, as any good old man in the good old city knew, or any other good old city, town, or borough in the good old world. Some people laughed to see the alteration in him, but he let them laugh and little heeded them, for he was wise enough to know that nothing ever happened on this globe for good, at which some people did not have their fill of laughter at the outset. His own heart laughed, and that was quite enough for him. He had no further intercourse with spirits, but lived upon the total abstinence principle ever afterwards, and it was always said of him that he knew how to keep Christmas well if any man alive possessed the knowledge. May that be truly said of us and all of us. And so, as Tiny Tim observed, God bless us, everyone. (laughs) 